0: It may surprise you to learn that this podcast is actually recorded around a kitchen table. I don't mean some artificial kitchen table in a studio somewhere. I mean a real, live, working kitchen table. And that table is the centre of our home. So many things happen around it. It's the kind of focal point of our lives, really. And just before we get into this you're going to hear a tiny, tiny snapshot of dinner around the kitchen table, our standard family dinner on a weekday night with Rachel and my three daughters who are aged 15, 13 and 10, chatting all sorts of nonsense. You're going to notice that one voice, one important voice, is missing from that conversation, and that is Rachel, a.k.a. Anne Gree. She went to Berlin to do a 10K race, so she wasn't in the building, but don't worry, she will be back, it's all gonna be okay. So, keep listening.
1: i so want my friend to look up my family, because there's so many photos of you, Dad. Yeah. So and me. me too. And they all set them as their backgrounds. What? <coughs> On the computers, it's a joke. Why? Because I just do. It's a joke?
0: What kind of joke?
1: I don't know. That we're famous family. <coughs> <Yeah>. Oh, I remember <laughs> the one of me from Brightside when I'm crying and the TV's Oh, saw yeah. That. My friend's head's really was like,
0: No. No. Oh, that, that short film.
1: I'll have that glass of water. No, that's mine. Big piece.
0: Who wants a bit of pizza? I want a headache. Ellie? Yeah? yeah. No. I am a deal. Oh, okay. no. Here we go. Yeah. I don't like deals. Well, it's either a deal or let's go to bed. Okay,
1: deal. Wait,
0: wait. wait.
1: That's good. Hello. Hello, doing? Yeah.
0: You're in bed by nine hey.
1: o'clock. Hey! No. Ten past. No, no,
0: I'm making it. I'm not. Dad, I'm nine not o'clock?
1: Chasing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, mum would say that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Right, 10 past. Mum says half past normally.
0: No, 10 past.
1: And you're, she said you're reading. She said because you were ill. Yes, sure. you are ill. You've been ill. I want you to get better. Okay, fine. I'm going to stop this recording now. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Love you, Buddha.
0: So we eventually get the kids to bed. And just before we sit down to start the podcast, we get a call from Rachel, from Anne, who is in a Korean restaurant out with her friend and tucking into. A bibimbap, which is this clay pot with rice and vegetables and meat. It's absolutely delicious. But for some reason, we cannot seem to pronounce it. So apologies to our Korean listeners.
1: She's eating bibimbap. <laughs> bilimbap. Bilimbap. What's a bilimbap? It's, um, it's
0: a clay pot that's heated to about the temperature of the sun and then they put in the oh, rice no. and you know and like like strips the strips K-
1: of beef. The Korean one. Yeah, Korean. So what's she doing a back there? They're so in a, a Korean restaurant in Berlin. No, no, no. Oh, so they all like a bit of back there. I yeah. thought they would sure eat some schnitzel or something. No, they have back as well. <laughs> Do you know what she's done today? She said they told you anything. She's got the big one tomorrow hasn't she Yeah. No they did go for a run tonight.
0: Yeah, for pre-race
1: right. Are you worrying about the uh, noise? You're not for want more
0: wine?
1: I'll have a little bit more. I can't it's have too much. I'm too busy watching the simulation. Mm. Not a simulation game. Might, <laughs> might want to clarify that it's a <laughs> football simulation. Yeah, it's a football. <laughs> it's FIFA FIFA twenty sixteen simulation and just look at the screen no, amazing. as goals go in. I've always admired your commitment to um, self-improvement in the evening. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. gameless, but that's, yeah. what, I want it. that's what, it's, what life's about. I noticed that you were um, researching Belfies earlier on.
0: Al is a devotee of the iPad and he uses it for his three big passions. The first, actually, they're not in any particular order, but he is a big FIFA 15 or FIFA 16 player, this uh, football game. He spends a lot of time doing that. He listens to and researches a huge amount about music. He's a big music fan. And the other inexplicable thing, in a way, is that he... Spends a lot of time on the Daily Mail's website. And if you're familiar with that, it is uh, pretty much like piping celebrity sewage directly into your brain. It's curiously addictive, but it's a load of old tosh about um, what people look like in bikinis and uh, you know who's doing who and so on and so forth. And one of the things that caught Alex's eye was uh, a piece about these twins who had artily, artificially enhanced their buttocks uh, in order to take uh, thousands of belfies, which I learned were butt selfies.
1: But if you have belfies, I was was we saying, do you have telfies? I not <laughs> i don't know yeah or alfalfies
0: or, or,
1: or, or <laughs> yeah i don't know where these come from what's that, how why is it all developing what's going on i don't know why would people be interested in seeing kind of enhanced buttocks i don't know i don't they. know i don't think all belfies are enhanced oh belfies are just belfies well it's just a butt I selfie oh it's a butt selfie i mean we, you and i could do a belfie Oh is that all it is? I thought it was enhanced ones. No no no. It's any I see that's, that's I, re- I read the Daily Mail too much, so that's yeah. all No, it's any any self portrait so of your be. butt. Hence Belfie. And by, why isn't there any Pelfis or any of the other things? I think there probably are Kelfies. Yeah. Oh, is that <laughs> I don't want to get down the Kelfi Road. Is there a, There is a, all kinds of I think there are. I don't know much about social media. I should get more involved in it. Yeah. You could be, a sort of, you could be the king of Belfies. <laughs> You'll
0: be pleased to hear that we moved on from that topic fairly quickly and started talking about people who have hobbies. It might be a life stage thing, perhaps to counterbalance stresses and strains of family and work life. Some people, particularly guys, really seem to get into their hobbies in a big way. Men of our age do tend to get very interested in their hobbies, don't they? Yeah. Do you think that has to do with um, a kind of a sadness? A, a,
1: <laughs> a
0: profound disappoint sense of disappointment.
1: They get to a stage. I think it might be midlife. I'm not going to say crisis, but midlife. Yeah, you're just thinking, what have I done so far? Mm, and what's left? Yeah, plodded to work. my, I think I might get a bike. Yeah. Or I think I yeah. might start marathon running. Or I might get an allotment. Mm. Or I might play FIFA 2 2016 for hours and then. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's... Yeah. I think it's... um. I think people hit a certain age, don't they, and they start thinking about it. I don't know why it is. I think all of them do it. In different ways. Yeah, you know, go off the rails. I suppose it's better than developing a down with the spoons for every night. yeah it's better than sort of spending your life <laughs> yeah it's just trying to get some focus back i think yeah something that you enjoy that's why i was asking you about hobby now but you, you had a, lot a of sense
0: them. of control as well because yeah. I think a lot of people at our stage yeah it's true they, yeah. they are dictated to by demands yeah. so you don't you know you don't actually have that much choice it's an illusion of choice because you have to work yeah, You have to stay at a certain level in your career. You've got to keep bringing the money in. Yeah. You have to look after your kids as best you can, yeah. and so on and so forth. Yeah. And there are so many things that you are trying to do well. To have some diversion or some something. yeah. Yeah, like your analogy of it being like knitting or something. That sense of doing something that's completely... It can be pointless, but it just takes off the pressure. In the last, I'd say, two, three years, perhaps a little bit longer... There's been a huge amount of interest in cycling, and this isn't just commuting to work, this is people spending upwards of a £1,000, sometimes a lot more, on high-spec bikes, and spending all of their free time training, cycling vast distances. Now, I did try this once, a very dear friend of mine is a keen cyclist, and he took me out for a... What he felt was a very modest ride, I think it was about 15, 20 miles, and hoped that I would get the bug, and actually what happened was I felt really ill for the rest of the day and vowed never to do it again. I did enjoy the the bacon sandwich and the cup of tea uh, at the sort of two-thirds point, but the rest of it was absolutely awful. I know so many guys who are... They're doing it.
1: Obsessively into cycling.
0: Miles, tens and tens of miles.
1: They've got all the gear. And then they start cycling to Paris. Yeah, exactly. Belgium.
0: Yeah. They sort of vacuum pack their genitals into these (laughs) outfits. One of the aspects of this cycling craze is that people join clubs so they're forming clubs and they join these clubs and go out and do these things together and obviously there's uh, pretty much every hobby I suppose has that communal group element to it and it's something that I've always struggled with I do not feel compelled to become part of a team it just isn't my thing it's not to say that I'm completely misanthropic but i just there's something about it that just i recoil from so we started talking about this idea of being a team player which is really the dominant idea uh, for many workplaces is that what do we want we want people who are team players they get stuck in and all that kind of stuff and i'll be honest with you it's something that uh, i have to really try hard to to do and i wonder how many others feel like that are you a team player are you is that how you roll would you describe yourself as a team player then at work in a well, work no,
1: situation yeah, no. are you yeah that bit's it's dream, it's been dream, driven into yeah, me yeah right <laughs>
0: <laughs> me too punched, me punched too. into me yeah
1: yeah but you verbal, can't, you've got to conform me your w- dad with verbal warnings yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to you got to it's funny isn't it because that's very much
0: the um Expectation now isn't it? You got to be a bit of team player,
1: mm. or you, or you kind of you know, say goodbye. You're out of that. Aren't you, yeah, really? yeah. They weed you out. And there's plenty of people that aren't. But they keep it quiet. Don't you think? Yeah. A lot of people have to act. Yeah, really. of course. But that's it. <clears throat> For the team.
0: That's all. I like, I like the idea in principle but in practice I'm it quite difficult being part of the team why well, I don't know I just just do I quite like doing my own thing I quite like to be left alone I like to have people around but I don't like to have to constantly seek their um, seek their uh, input or their approval yeah. or their authority That's why I'm not really a corporate beast. Because cor- cor- big companies demand that, don't they? Big organisations, you've got to know your place and know yeah. other people's place and negotiate around yeah. that. A
1: lot of status. Yeah, there's all that. It's tiresome, isn't it? Exhausting. Well, they weed you out if they don't. If they feel you're not a good machine. Mm. Good cog. Yeah, they like don't like bad machines. No. Sorry, I'm going down a very, very worrying <laughs> <laughs> almost adolescent <Yeah. laughs> a line. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah.